really the first thing I think about is risk from an investment standpoint. My number one responsibility is not losing my investors' capital. It's pretty much like our founding principle, and our second founding principle is just to reread the first one. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today we're speaking with Managing Director of Multiverse Capital, Nick Easley. Nick, thanks so much for being on the MJ Bulls podcast. Absolute pleasure to be here to share a little information about what we do in the cannabis sector to help investors make some better decisions. We normally do interviews with companies that are raising cannabis capital, but as an investor, you both raise and invest capital. Can you tell us how Multiverse Capital works? Well, uniquely, you know, as an investment vehicle like Multiverse Capital, we're constantly raising capital and then working to deploy capital into portfolio companies. It's the ability of showing a unique advantage of like a special edge as well as a trustworthy nature that they come from outside industry experience from finance legal compliance, as well as cannabis. Many cannabis funds out there, they, they come from great financial backgrounds. And they jump into this space unguided, but based on having a consultant company, independent entity for over the last almost decade now, having learned and knowing the industry is what our unique advantage is in being able to wisely direct the placement of capital and reinvestment of the returns of those investments. You take a lot of the risk and a lot of the work out of the investment process because you guys do the due diligence and you blend it within a bunch of investments to sort of hedge the bet, to minimize the risk. How would an investor get involved if they wanted to take part in your within one of your funds? So in, in the United States, as long so we go under certain regulations, and as long as an investor is an accredited investor, like a certified accredited investor, we can actually take in the capital. We'll, our minimum investment size is a quarter million, and our maximum investment size is ten million. And then essentially, w- when that investment comes in, be it from an investment banker, be it from a broker dealer, be it from a family office, be it from a fund of funds, be it from a high net worth individual, as long as they're an accredited investor. We can take that capital in and essentially deploy that capital. And you're 100% correct. We, instead of betting on an individual stock or an individual company that's growing in California or Arkansas or someone who has a license in Malta or Cyprus or you know, Greece or somewhere, it's really looking at what markets can do what, what they're doing, who's going to scale and follow standards, who actually has unique products that's protecting their intellectual property, various scalability. And then we'll combine those, just like you said, to minimize the risk. You're investing into a company that invests into lots of various stocks because you don't want to guess and take those risks. So now let's switch gears. Let's look at it from cannabis companies that are raising capital. What type of companies do you look for as a possible investment? So really, the first thing I think about is risk from an investment standpoint. My number one responsibility is not losing my investors' capital. It's pretty much like our founding principle. And our second founding principle is just to reread the first one. (laughs) At this stage, I think about risk. So in the United States, federally illegal, state-by-state legal, is it recreational or adult-use licensed, or is it completely ancillary and does it serve the space? So that's how I'll I'll choose like a risk profile. But if it's a a plant-touching business, be it cultivation, extraction, retail, distribution, delivery, 
even an analytical testing companies, those still touch the plant and are subject to certain risk profiles. So I look at what state is it, for example, or what market, how many other licenses are there? Do they have a plan for scalability? Their management team, what's their experience in outside cannabis? But really, okay. not just people who can grow cannabis or make the best hashes or have the greatest you know, consumer dispensary in some smaller market, but how are they similar to outside industries? How do they plan to scale, protect the company, and really have a unique edge? Because, because at the end of the day, the company sounds great, looks great. It's those people that are going to make the decisions on a day-to-day basis using my money to essentially run their business so that I can have returns for my investors. Nick, I know you see a ton of deals. So what advice would you give cannabis companies who are preparing to raise capital? The main thing, if you're raising capital, making sure that it's being done legally and compliantly and you're not doing general solicitation, you would hate to raise capital in the wrong way and start a great business to only have all of these catastrophic problems come later. You have to be legal. You have to be incorporated, have adequate shareholder agreements, operating agreements, and do everything correct from the normal business standpoint. Then that's what's going to allow you to be a great cannabis company or a great cannabis investment. But if it's not legal, if it's not compliant, that's the quickest way to not have a real investor be interested in your company. We've been speaking with Nick Easley, who is the managing director of Multiverse Capital. Multiverse's website address is multiversecap.com. And Nick can be reached at Nick, N-I-C, at multiversecap.com. Nick, thank you so much for being on the MJ Bulls podcast. Absolutely a pleasure. For those investors looking to place, especially the companies looking to raise capital, as long as they clearly can understand who they are, what they do, how they're going to use this capital, what the anticipated exits are, how they plan to scale and use that capital to make additional capital, that's exactly um, the sorts of companies that we're looking for. So make sure you can always articulate that clearly and properly to investors before going out there and protect yourself. It's a a shark-filled ocean right now, but glorious opportunities for those that structure and follow normal normal business practices and raise their capital legally. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.